welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover package is the investment special that looks at uh, how various sources of investments from commodities to mid caps are doing during these times. Joining me on the call are Forbes India, Salil Panchal and Samar Srivastava who have anchored this issue. Hi, uh, Salil. Hi, Samar. Thanks for joining in. Hi, Abhishek. Hi, Abhishek. Uh, Samar, let's start with you. And uh, I quote from uh, the article that you've done on commodities, and it, it gives us a good excuse to uh, talk about the entire package where you talk about how the response to the crisis uh, from India, the central bank, and in general has been different as compared to, to the pandemic, as in, as compared to what it was back in 2008. How do you explain that in this context, and how does it help or hinder India? So, what happened during the 2008 crisis was that you had uh, a financial crisis, and as a result of which the real economy suffered. Whereas this time you had a health crisis and as a result of which uh, the real economy suffered again, but there was a sub- simultaneous supply shock and a demand shock, both collapsed. So what happened this time was that central banks used fiscal policy in order to get growth back up or to stabilize things. Whereas in 2008, they'd used monet- monetary policy more, whereas in the sense that they'd cut interest rates uh, rather than just printing money. And what this has meant, at least for commodities, is that in the short run, demand has come back uh, pretty quickly and a lot more quickly than a lot of these commodity producers thought it would come back. That's one. And the second thing is a lot of this money is now going to be spent on infrastructure. At least that is the plan. And once infrastructure spending starts, it's usually a three to five year cycle. So you should have commodity demand that's robust for the next three to five years at least. At least that's the thinking as of now. And in the uh, backdrop of the pandemic itself, when you, uh, uh, Salil, all of you put this uh, uh, package together, uh, were there any two or three things that stand out, given that this is uh, pretty much uh, an aberration this year? You know, what we wanted to do was obviously keep a window, which is well over 12 to 18 months. You know, if you're Mm. not just talking about investments that you need to make for this year. You know, if you see, unlike some of our previous packages, which simply talk about, you know, model portfolio or things like that, we realize that things are are going to be flexible. Decisions across asset classes is is going to be difficult. So we try to look at various aspects of really what are people wanting to look at, you know, which are Mm. those elements which will play out even over the next 24 months. So whether it be commodities, whether it be other areas to invest in, how would gold behave? And of course, a critical question that if you're a, a young investor, but planning for a you know a longer investment cycle, uh, what should mm-hmm. you do in falling interest rates? So those were the elements that have played out in the package. Let me, Salil, just tug on that thread about uh, what you just said, interest rates being low. In any other year, uh, the answers are fairly straightforward, whether it's PPF or FDs or equity, real estate. Are these answers different this year? What we realize is that, you know, the options are limited and and probably you need to have a closer look at uh, what, what your own horizon is. Because if you see, this was something that played out in, in 2018, it played out earlier in 2013. There is one thing which is emerging very clearly that, you know, if you're, if you're going to park your money into FDs and hope for capital appreciation, that's obviously not going to happen. You need to look at other, you know, more robust and riskier lines of investment as you go along. What was different in that article was 
now you've got a few more sources to invest your money in let's say it could be you invest in a stock in nasdaq via a mutual fund and then you've got those mysterious cryptocurrencies which may still not be recommended but some younger folks might experiment with are the vistas for investing increasing and more so now because of the pandemic because people want to look actively where else can they put their money as you rightly said salil maybe your fixed deposits will not cut it so and hence looking for other options so it's it's pretty clear that uh, anything that has a fixed return will probably not cut it over the next 10 to 20 years as interest rates decline what people essentially need to do is they need to understand that in order to beat inflation your best bet obviously are equities but you're better off also putting a small portion in some of these exotic options like equities overseas cryptocurrencies even some of these precious metals might do well uh, essentially anything that is not linked uh, to fixed income should do well uh, and this is something that a lot of people you know don't realize now that you know when you're building a portfolio for the next uh, say 20 30 years a at this point you can afford to take some amount of risk right and you're better off taking that risk now because when you're closer to retirement you can't and you need a fixed payout then you're better off understanding the various avenues out there which our story talks about and then evaluating how it works for you or doesn't work and then deciding how much to allocate and talking about uh, risks uh, some in the piece that uh, you've written about uh, commodities uh, making a surprising comeback after having a torrid first few months what explains the uh, surge in a very short period of time the number one reason why prices came back was the demand came back a lot faster than supply and there were supply disruptions but having said that demand has also come back at a time when investment in commodities have been very low over the last decade because commodity prices had gone nowhere and as a result of which people didn't want to invest in producing more so new mines didn't go up there was no real investment in supplies and so as a result of that commodity prices have gone up in the last 6 months a lot quicker than people anticipated because demand has come back more quickly but my sense is that you know any place where there's a short shortage supply usually kicks in it could take a year two years three years because that's the time it takes to get more supply in but uh, in a in a rational demand supply scenario uh, supply does kick in and and i'm sure those investments will now take place if people think demand is here to sustain and another area which uh, has seen uh, a remarkable uh, upsurge and salil you've written about this uh, in your story about tech gems where investors are uh, you know drooling over the technology sector at least the ones which have benefited more than proportionately due to the pandemic could you give a couple of examples and that you've covered whether it was dunzo or uh, zanoti or, or a few others where they have done better than others and what is there in it for the tech sector as such in the near future you know what we realized while we were talking to market makers who provide rates for these uh, analysis talks and even to the wealthier high net worth individuals who are willing to and have the ability to take you know the risk to invest in these stocks they have a very clear agenda that they want to invest in companies which they feel are going to be drivers for growth over the next 10 years and clearly they don't see the old world brick and mortar manufacturing kind of companies to be there it's going to be your new age technology led companies you know which either could be in the saas kind of space cloud technology or it could be you know what we saw during the pandemic uh, gaming edtech healthcare 
those kind of companies which they feel are taking advantage of technology to drive you know their services or ahead danzo stood out so did uh, nazara technologies which is likely to be listed very soon you know we looked at other stocks like paytm we looked at national stock exchange various other stocks which are finding a lot of interest as uh, people start looking at them you know the, the couple of others which stand out as uh, chennai super kings is there hdfc subsidiary hdb financial services so these are you know smaller companies but which people see as stocks worth investing in the clear point you know which they which they are driving at and which this investment is driving at is that if i invest into a company early in its development that's where my returns are going to be the highest and there are studies which show this you know that most value creation accrues for private investors who have got into companies at a at an early stage uh, really a lot of the juice goes away once you are a listed entity so that's that's the other element which comes out from uh, you know uh, when we look at at what stage should you invest in companies whether you are an angel investor or private equity or a you know vc or a high net worth guy as uh, as an investor uh, with uh, you know a salaried employee let's say does his way of uh, you know allocating his savings change in any way or it's a blip and that one must continue with the age old technique of you know staying invested for the long run because when i read a few articles like even mid cap stocks which have done pretty well and so did the stock market the equity is back to what it was like before so have things evened out if not the real economy but at least when it comes to uh, in investing uh, should one be just doing what they were doing all along or are there anything else that one needs to uh, given the times that we are in i would say just if you're a regular equity investor uh you should just continue doing what you're doing uh and because there's no telling when markets take off that is the number one thing that i have learned that you just don't know when it's going to happen and to say that oh i'll wait and once it takes off i'll get in it's too late you've lost uh, a large part of the initial bounce keep investing and do it regularly and do it for the long run particularly the ones who come in the last uh, are the ones who suffer the most you know so so you need to uh, you need to be there you need to stay invested for a longer period of time even in a slightly volatile market condition i have been there myself before and and the, the last <laughs> bit that you said so i've been a sufferer myself for having waited too long or having joined a little too late but i'll take your cue both both your uh, suggestions to just you know hang in there and i'll have company i'm sure and and just in the in the interest of time uh can one of you just you know take us through a few highlights of what can the reader ex- expect in uh, this package the the one story we haven't spoken about is about women investing and how women invest so i would recommend that people uh, read that as well a column on gold and gold is something that has not done well over the last 6 months so that's another thing that people may be interested in reading the commodity story is spoken about and and salil had his story on technology so couple of columns as well about general investing obviously challenging times call for uh, challenging uh, decision making also you you can't take an idea which you grew up with 8 or 10 years ago and and apply it in in the current uh, market condition at least some players in the tech industry have learned that very very fast where overnight they had to change their business model or you had done the story on baiju in the rich list or we spoke about that as well about how uh, they went about yes. uh, either acquiring more firms 
which they would not have uh, ideally yes and moved offline and also got more aggressive in the acquisition lovely on that note salil and sabar thank you very much for your time on this podcast thank you thanks. thank you abhishek thanks and uh, all you listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com on itunes stitcher spotify google and apple podcasts and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 51818 and also look for other podcasts from uh, forbes india there's one called teenpreneur an interview series with young entrepreneurs and we also have from the bookshelf of forbes india conversations about business economics and books mm-hmm.